For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Day. Yo. Twitter has got to chill, man. It's got to chill. <laughs> no, chill. No, Twitter has no chill, number one, and Twitter is undefeated. The the, the things <laughs> that I've seen since the Niners won, or since the Vikings won, rather, and since the Seahawks won, have been outrageous. It's like people automatically just want to overlook this Vikings team. Like, like I'm, I'm prompted to go full Nick Saban, and I wish we had cameras here. And, and, and the only thing we'll be missing is, is a podium and, and a strategically Coke bottle and Dasani bottle to my right and okay. my left as okay. I start moving my hands up and down. Um, it, it's, it's absurd. It's oh, well, absurd. You know, what, you know what? We're about to have some fun because I'm not overlooking them, but hey, they, they're just in the way. So I know we're about to have some fun. this is the believe in 49ers podcast on the believe podcast network he is super bowl champion eric davis i'm rashawn haylock and obviously niners know who they're playing right it'll be the the first playoff game inside the field of jeans as you call it ed and it'll be Mm -hmm. saturday 135 against the Vikings on NBC. Al Michaels, Chris Collinsworth coming to town. A lot to discuss about this Niners team as, as we look forward to this game against the Vikings. It's been a long time, though, however, since these Niners have been in the playoffs. Uh, some guys may be coming back. Um, as a faithful, though, we, we need to get some rest. We need to get some proper rest because it's been a while since since we've been able to get ready for a playoff game, E.D., Sean, you're right, man. It's been a long time waiting for a playoff game. So just like we need to make 2019 the last year that you're suffering through that playoff drought. Make 2019 the last year you suffer through bad sleep. Listen to these studies from Harvard and John Hopkins. Chronic sleep deprivation has shown to lead to depression, diabetes, obesity, and cardiovascular disease. We need eight, we need eight hours of sleep, people. But one of the biggest problems... It's temperature. It's tough to get a good night's sleep if you're too hot or you're too cold. So it's 2020, and now you have the Pod by 8 Sleep. The Pod is a high-tech bed designed specifically to help you achieve optimal sleep fitness. It was developed by leading researchers after tracking 43 million hours of sleep. They got in the lab, and they designed something that combines dynamic temperature regulation and sleep tracking to enhance your rest and recovery. It learns your sleep habits and it will adjust to your temperature automatically. That means if you like the bed cool, but your partner likes the bed warm, now you can both have it at the same time in a bed that you love. It's crazy comfortable. So for the next week, get $200 off your pod and a free gravity blanket for a total value of Five hundred dollars. That's some real money, man. It's a lot only of money. at eight. Yeah, it is only at eightsleep.com/pro. That is e i g h t sleep.com/pro. Eightsleep.com/pro. Get your rest. 
Get ready. You know it's go time. It's it's, it's go, go time. time. It's it's go time. And, and this is this is why I'm bothered, Ed. All right. Why we, are you bothered, man? I, I am. I'm. I'm bothered because you're just an angry. You're just an angry man. I'm sorry <laughs> to realize that about you. You're we, just an angry man. Th- there's. There's it's just. Like elf. You're just an angry elf. I. I, I can't. I can't help it. I can't help it because <laughs> the simple fact is this: I mean, no one really expected the Vikings to go in there into the Superdome and Wait. and and be able to do what they did to. Well, the hold, up, hold up, hold up, hold up. You're t- not hold up now. I'm sorry. Stop. Stop. I gotta stop you right there. Well, I'm not you're finished. Not, I'm not finished. Okay, let me let you finish. Let me let you finish. The the we we talked about it. If you listened to the last pod, we, okay. t- we, we talked about it and, and and we gave we gave the blueprint. We, we we said this is how. If the Vikings are going to do this, this is how. Ed, you told the fine folks uh, about Mike Zimmer and and how he he's going to do something that hasn't really been done, and he's going to tweak some things with his defense. And he did it. You saw Griffin, you saw Everson Griffin, you saw Daniel Hunter line up on the interior. They had absolutely no answer for that whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Did the Saints' mm-hmm. offensive line? And 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 my counter to that was they also need to control the game. Uh, on the ground, right? 40 rushes, mm-hmm. 137 yards. Uh, I think they were more than committed to to the rushing game. I, I envisioned it being something like what these Niners did in the first game uh, against the Rams at the Coliseum earlier this year. We had that big debate, you and I, and then Kirk Morrison came on, on the pod, and, and, and he further emphasized, you know, just how, how special that commitment was. So I bought into that a little bit, right? So the blueprint was there. We laid it out yeah, for the folks, we sure right? Did. We laid it out. Sure now, enough, we didn't know if they could execute it, but we laid it could, out. <laughs> yeah, but it, and it, but it happened. It happened, right? So they beat, they beat Breeze, they beat Peyton, they they beat the Saints inside the Superdome, right? Fast mm-hmm. forward a couple hours, Seahawks win inside Philly. Um. Well, I told you that. Yeah, and we we t- we we both thought the 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 Seahawks should be able and, and would be able to win win that game. Now, this is my issue. Right, these Vikings don't think that that the only only foolery, only trickery, only only different thing that that Zimmer could do. Don't think that that came and that went and that was spent inside the Superdome. Like, okay. please believe. Like he, there's going to be another. This man's got decades upon decades of tricks up his sleeve. Right. True. So, so don't think he's not going to come into Levi's um, with. With with some some sort of plan, some some something different that we have not seen from this team this season, or even if he comes okay. with the same thing, um, it's a little a little cause for concern because you look at that interior of of this offensive line for the 49ers. You got a center who's barely you know been in there for the better part of the last three four weeks or so. Um, you got a tackle that got moved to guard, although they say person may be coming back. We'll see. Um, so, so don't think that, that this can't like that, this can't happen. Like that Zimmer can't come up with something else that these Niners are going to have to adjust to. Like people were buying into this narrative and then you got writers as well, pretty much writing the Vikings off as well. Writers in terms of, (laughs) of, of columnists, right? Giving the Vikings bulletin board material. And my whole thing is faithful. You're better than this. 
right? You're, don't feed into this. Don't feed into this, as Nick Saban would call it, this rat poison, right? Because rat uh, poison. Don't, don't feed into it, Decon. right? Because it it set it sets you up. It, it, it just set it sets you up for failure. For failure. Faithful, you're smarter than this. You can't feed into all this stuff. Yeah, of course, everybody wants the Niners and the Seahawks. But I tell oh, you what. God. This this Vikings team, man, I, I'm telling you, what they did in in New Orleans was was special. And don't think you're just gonna be able to roll, roll over this team um, on Saturday. You got you, you got to keep <laughs> keep your blinders up. You got to. Oh man, stop it! You you just need to stop. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm now s- I I agreed. I told you I didn't. I we talked about it, and for a lot of people. Don't know or don't know the route that Zimmer took. We kind of laid it out there. I mean, Zimmer, like I said, you know, Niners faithful are all about Kyle, and he is a wizard on the offensive side of the ball. But I'm like, you know what? You want to talk about a you want to talk about a pointy hat and a gray beard on defense? Zim, Zimmer. I was like, like Zim can do some things, especially if he's if he's got you know some people you know in in the room. He can do some things, but. I'm just looking at this. I get it. And you're talking about, okay, all of these writers and columnists are saying all these things about the, you know, the Niners. These were the same ones that were saying the Niners aren't real. Don't even pay attention to any of that. This is the thing I'm just going to look at. You know what the Niners have, man, going into this game? They got some dudes on their team, man. And when you got a group of damn dudes, you don't have to really stress that much. You have to perform. But you got some damn dudes. I played on some squads that had some damn dudes. And we knew it. And the opponents knew it. So the bulletin board material and the columnist writing and all this, it doesn't matter. It's playoffs. It's one and done. You got to do what you do. And if my dudes have been doing it all week long, all season long, all um, off season long. I'm not expecting them to change who they are all of a sudden, you know, and start doing great things. So, you know what I saw last week? I saw Zim have, have a tremendous game plan. Part of the reason why I said the first week we talked about this, like part of the reason why I was like, the, do I think the Niners can go on the road and win the playoff games if they had to? Yes, I think they're built for it. But what do we say? Hey, you want that vibe because you want to see the pace of the game, the new things. Everything is going to matter. It's a different season. It's a different essence that you're dealing with. The sights, the smells, the taste, they're all a little different than you actually think they are going to be, even if they're preparing the same meal. And that's what the Saints got caught up in. That's what happens that first week when you don't get that vibe. So the the Vikings came out and they had an opportunity to throw some things out there that the Saints had not seen. Guess what? They've been seen. Not saying that they can't throw some other things out there, but those things have been seen, so they're no longer new. And on top of that, guess what? Some guys made some plays. Guess what? Kirk Cousins had some perfect throws at the perfect time. He had some big money this is why I got this guaranteed contract type throws. <laughs> and it was it was a thing of beauty. Thielen 
I mean, let me run this route right now. Let me take this home with you. I want the city of New Orleans to set up. Thank you very much. Go home. Bye. Perfect route, perfect catch, perfect balls. I mean, Kirk made the plays when he had to. Guess what? He did that last week. How often have we seen Kirk do that back to back? (laughs) So that's what I'm saying. Dudes are going to do what they do this time of year. Because it's one and done, you can have somebody sneak out, sneak up and make a play here or there and catch you off guard. But I'm going to go with the dudes that have been doing it consistently and just are and have been a better team. So that's why I'm not overlooking them. I just like my dudes. That's all. Yeah, I, 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 I get that, you know, and. As you should, and, and and we all do, especially when when guys are coming back and and getting more healthy at the right time. I, my whole thing is, and it's not just writers and columnists. Like I'm I'm saying, Niners fans do this as well. Like there is no easy road, right? Oh no, you know, no, and and, no. and and this has become this is being painted as if all of a sudden the road just got easier. For the no, 49ers because they don't no. have to see Drew Brees and company or because they don't have to see Russ and company Man, this round as I, as opposed oh, to me, like there are no easy let, roads like that. That's well, my let me, whole let me point jump here. In. Let me jump in right now. What, 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 how long people if you haven't been listening, what's wrong with you? Number one, what's wrong? Um, but we've said this a long time ago. And, and, you know, you know, Rashawn, I've said this. The Niners are going to have to see Seattle again. There is nothing I've I th- I've thought it for the longest that these guys were going to have to play three games, and I was saying you're going to have to win in Seattle sooner or later, so you can make it that last game of the season, or you can lose the NFC Championship. But you had to win one there sooner or later to get to the Super Bowl. They're going to see each other again. There's nothing easy about beating Seattle. We've seen them play this team. It's nothing. There's nothing. There's nothing easy about if, and let's just say it does go down to them. It won't be, it will not be an easy game because you have a familiar foe that has already come into your place and beaten you there. So don't, don't think they're not going to come in confident. And they're going after the same thing you're going after, a championship. And they will be the same. They will be one step away from it just like you. So whomever you play, that's it. The road didn't get easier. Um, Playing the Saints, playing whatever. In some ways, you could say the Saints may have been an easier game because the Saints, I mean, the Saints have been snake-bitten so many times in the last couple of years with with great teams. Yeah, and they're, 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 they're bad away from the Dome in the playoffs historically. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's so many. So you you can look at that. I mean, that, that's there. There's there's no there's there's no easy road. There's, there's no, no easy, easy road. There, that, that's what, my what entire point. Yeah. What, what did we say going into this? I, I, and I said there's there's not a bad team in the playoffs. And we and I was like, Philly is the least uh, talented team. At, at that's how I felt. You know, and I said it. They were the least talented team in the playoffs, but there's no such thing as an easy game in the playoffs, especially when one play, and we saw it in Philadelphia, you can lose your quarterback. Yeah. You can lose your star defensive player. Yeah. You can lose your offensive lineman, your best offensive. It, it, it's football. 
You got one day. You don't have a series. Yeah. You can't. You don't get to go back and work around it. You got one day, and that, and that's that's the beauty of it. Everything has to fall in place, and even that next guy who steps in has to come in. And the Niners have experienced that. That's why I feel good about this team. They've experienced that. And, you know where you've had key guys going out, and you you had to step up, and you've had to make plays and get things done with the next guy up. But I I, I get it if if you think if you feel like the faithful are looking at this like it's easy now. It can't be. Um, you can't do that. Um, but now if you are saying that you're confident, I mean, I. I I, I am as confident as I've been since Jim Harbaugh's first team. And you've heard me say this on yeah. several occasions. That's, you like that I team. Thought, you like that I team that a was, lot. I, th- I thought that was the, the most talented team he had. I, I, that was that was the best of the bunch. And I and I said it. I said it when they lost that game on air. I, I said that this right here – is, it's going to be a shame and it, because I played on some teams. I played on some teams that lost in, lost in the NFC Championship, and I was like, it's a shame that this team will never be um, known and remembered throughout history because it was so good. And that was a good team. But a play, a play. You make a, you, you, you make a play here or a play there or you don't make that play – and you lose that game and you lose your opportunity. That's football. That's the beauty of it. That's the intensity of it. That's the pressure of it. And so it, so to be confident that your team can handle that, I'm okay. If you're thinking it's easy, um, stop it. <laughs> yeah, no, no no, such thing. And, and I'll say this about, about Kirk Cousins. I, I was kind of. I don't know, kind of going back and forth on him during when he first when he was first drafted in his early days in Washington. Um, I, I I was kind of kind of fond of him. Thought 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 he could play a little bit, and then um, I thought he was all right. Mike Shanahan told me that the guy could be a, a star in the league. So when Mike Shanahan told me, he literally told me that at his house having dinner, he told me he was like. He was like, I like the guy. He was like, I, I think that he will be a star in this league, and he has an opportunity to take a team to a championship. He yeah. said, and I was like, okay, he, I'll he watch liked him a lot. Remember, remember, they took yeah. him yeah. and and RG three in the same draft. Yeah, the same yeah. draft. He, he he really he really liked him. He he did. He really liked Kirk Cousins. Um, so I've, I've kind of gone hot and cold on Cousins, uh, you know, th- throughout his career. I've but, been the but, same. I, but, I've, I've been. <laughs> but but I will say that that throw to Thielen was a thing of beauty and oh, yeah. I, I think that's one thing that that maybe he does not get enough credit for. Like I've seen him make that throw um multiple times. Um okay, I, but I, you I, know I, what? I've, I've seen him I've, drop I've it seen, in the bucket. Okay, I've seen him make some right. tremendous throws. I agree. I agree. And I've seen him trick off games multiple yes, times. Yes, I've also seen that <laughs> as well. So and, 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 <laughs> and so and that's the part that gets me. For some reason Kirk Cousins is a guy Kirk Cousins is a guy that that no matter how many games he tricks off, everyone just gets enamored by that one beautiful throw that he makes. And yes, he can make that play. 
He's a professional quarterback. He's supposed to be able to make it. I just need him to make it when I need him to make it. Yeah. And that's one of the few times that he's made it when they needed, they him, needed to him to make it. Make it. And yeah. that's the problem I have with Kirk Cousins, and I've always had with him. It's not his talent. Yes, he's talented. Yeah, I know. You know, Fitzpatrick is talented, but I also know that I'm gonna get six wins a year. <laughs> I like Fitz. I would love to hang out with Fitz. I, you know, one of these days maybe we'll meet. And he seems like a cool dude. I know he's an intelligent guy. Smart. I love being around smart Harvard, people. Harvard, smart. Harvard. I, I, I love, I love, I love smart. I like being around intelligent people. I really do. Uh, you know, we've had that conversation on how I feel about stupid. Um, but I, but I know that under center, if I give him my team, I got five, six, maybe seven wins. And then he's going to have that anomaly year where he's going to give me 10, 11. But then I'm going to go back to five the next year. That's that's what he does. That's, and it's not me hating. It's what his career has shown me. That's Kurt. Yeah. Kirk shows me that he's going to make that tear drop into the bucket throw and it's a thing of beauty. But he's going to do it most of the time in a game where we end up losing by 12 or 14 or 17. So it doesn't really matter. That's that's just that's just me on Kirk. That's just that's just how it is. That's why he's never been my guy. He just doesn't show me that it, you know. And there are others that say, well, he because he can make that throw and he does have the talent to do that, that he's just going to do it. I just I'm spoiled. I'm not going to lie. I am spoiled. I walked into the locker room and to the world champs, and Joe Montana was my quarterback. And then we had this scrub come in that we didn't even like. Because he wasn't Joe. Yeah. And he had to prove himself to us. And he just happened to turn out to be a Hall of Famer too. Okay. That, that guy was pretty good. He was pretty good. Too. So 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 I'm I'm I know I'm spoiled and there's a lot of pressure to put on, but that's the pressure that was put on everybody in there. And you're supposed to do it. And when you don't do it, then you know that that's it. Like I say, you're a guy and they're trying to replace you. And and that's just part of it. So He's talented. I'm with you. He's 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 very talented, and you cannot deny that. Is he capable of making some plays against this this Niners defense? Of course he is. Do they have some receivers that you? Yeah, yeah. You, I mean, you've got two receivers there that are just flat out legit. You got to pay attention to them. You know that. Um, and and that that's just starters in the passing game. You got a running back that you know. You have to pay attention to. You started this pod off by talking about how they utilize him to just kind of control the pace. Yeah, made a commitment to it. We're going to run the game. We're we're going to we're going to make you have to tackle if you want to get your offense on the field. You're going to have to tackle. Um, the Niners had near you know December. There were a couple of games down the stretch. I think we talked about the fact that the tackling wasn't the best. Um, but you're getting bodies back. I think I think it'll be back to where it needs to be. It's got to be, don't you think? I I would hope so. I mean, it's got to be at this time of the year. I mean, you can't have fundamental errors like that in January. If if you plan to survive in advance, I mean, we we talked about the tackling. Uh, I want to say 
close to ad nauseum over the course of the last few weeks or so. Just it because, won't do, man. Yeah, it won't do. Yeah, and I mean, you you look at the a little yeah. bit in the Baltimore game, but really in the New Orleans game. Well, Baltimore. Goodness. Well, see, yeah, Baltimore. It, it's it's hard, man. When it's raining, you may miss the tackle. You may slip. Yeah. It's hard to get your footing under you, and you know guys are wet and slippery and all of this stuff and. And um, you know that that's one of those things, but but the New Orleans you, game for sure, it was like yeah, yeah. You just gotta do, you just gotta doing? you gotta want to put your thing in. You just 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 I gotta put my hat on them. I gotta get them. I I, I can honestly this is this is the thing about playing for me when I played. I hated to miss a tackle. I hated to miss a tackle. Well, we need some guys that that feel that way when they step onto the field on Saturday. Yeah, I mean, I I because because this this is the thing. Uh, if if a if a receiver runs a perfect route, protection is perfect. Quarterback throws a perfect pass. If I do everything right, I'm going to get there the second the ball touches his hands, and I have to do something to jar to lose to do something because he knows where he's going, and everything is reaction on my part. So him catching an out route or a slant or something like that, that right there is something that I I if the timing and everything is right, these guys get paid and they do it thousands and thousands of times so the perfect route the perfect protection the perfect throw they should make it now a guy just running the ball at me he, he's got the ball on the ground and he's running towards me I, I i can make the tackle i shouldn't miss him my, my, all i have to do is get him on the ground i don't have to knock him out i don't have to blow him up i don't have to i don't have to make get this really all i gotta do remember it's a tackle all I, if i get you on the ground if i get you on the ground i succeed it that's it that's it. That's all you have to do. I don't have to kill you. Sometimes you're going to have a kill shot. Sometimes it's going to be get the guy on the ground. Sometimes one one of the most one of the most important things that I teach young safeties and I talk to them. Tim McDonald said this to me one day, and he and he was talking about it, playing in position, and we were watching some film on some guys and some young players, and he was like, he's getting some bad coaching, and I was like, what? He was like, he doesn't know how to tackle on his back. And I was like, what? Mm-hmm. And he was like, you got to know. He was like, he doesn't know how to tackle on his back. He was like, he said, this is the thing about playing safety. He said, you're going to be out in the middle of the field. Guys are going to pop through. You're going you're gonna to have a linebacker run to the wrong gap, and it's going to be you and a guy running up the middle of the field. And if you miss him, he howls in it. So if you don't want to go to the house, you got to learn how to tackle on your back. That is, you know you're going to get run over. This is not the time that you kind of cut a guy or blow a guy up. This is get him on the ground. You're going to absorb. Uh, uh, you're going to uh, um, absorb the blow. You're going to catch him, grab him, hold him, and just let him run into you like a sponge. Eat it all up. Take it. You're going to take the blow. It's going to hurt, but you get him on the ground. You're going to end up on your back. You got to know how to tackle on your back. And that's the thing that I see so much now. I see guys that don't know how to tackle at their back. Ryan Clark was a master at it for Pittsburgh. He was a master. He gets so – because Troy Troy gets all the love there, but Troy's flying over this line of scrimmage, and <laughs> jumping routes and all these things. But guess what? When that didn't work, you'd have a, a void and a gap, and then you got a guy running up the middle of the field. And Ryan Clark would always get them on the ground. Always. I still say they lost. I still say Bebe got that. T- Tim Tebow beat them with that pass to Bebe because Ryan Clark he could play. Playing. He couldn't play. He wasn't playing. Yeah. 
He, he wasn't playing. It, 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 Ryan Clark makes that tackle. There's no way Bay Bay scores on a slant with Ryan Clark in the middle of the field. No way. Because nobody else did. Because he would always make that tackle. Uh, and, and so there are little things, there are little things that you have to be able to do. And it was starting to creep up in the Niners defense where they were missing tackles, not not making the plays that they're supposed to make. And we've seen that just get better and better and better as it got near the end of the season. And you have to say, you, you know, that you, you had an epic stop <laughs> right there at the end of the season where where you, you you're talking about needing to make a play and understanding how to hit somebody and get them on the ground that it, it couldn't get more epic than that and that i i, I think it'll carry over I'm, I'm looking i'm looking i'm looking forward to this game you you have to because first of all it's playoffs but i just want to see the next level of the team because you you can't remain where you were we saw the saints try and remain and do what they did um let, let's go regular season Rams, sorry as Rams, they tried to do the same thing they did the previous season. And what happened? They were outplayed by two teams in their division. Got rid of Wade. That's what happened. Yeah. Got rid of Wade. <laughs> well, well that, that, that just, that's just one of those things. Yeah, you know, maybe Wade wanted to go. Wade might have. Wade might, have, you, have, you, have, nah, have you thought? I, I did not have, think about it that have way. You thought I've that never Wade, thought about that. Wade may, may have been like, man, I can't deal with these kids around here. I got you to go. Because <laughs> we, because we, Wade is, if, if people, people, if you don't know, if you don't know, Wade is one of the coolest coaches out there. Just, just follow him on Twitter. He's one of the great, Wade, great Wade, followers. Wade is one of the coolest ones out there. Don't, don't he'll, he'll, he will, he'll check your card. <laughs> 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 gotta love Wade, man. But, but so so you you you're gonna have to adjust because like I said, the Rams regular season they did what they did the previous year, and two teams in their division said, nope, that's not good enough. We want to show you something else. The Saints, we're gonna do exactly what we did this preseason. I mean, during the regular season, and the Vikings said, no, you can't do exactly what you did because do you not think we're going to be prepared to stop that? You're gonna have to do something a little different. And you got to understand that our level is going to be different. So the Niners, that's what that's what you get in the bye week. You get to see that we can do this a little different and go from there. More on this in a sec, but first this from my bookie. Christmas has come and gone, but the Super Bowl is quickly approaching. We've seen just what our teams are capable of this season, and now it's time to get off your last bets in before the bowl. Will the Ravens be able to get it done? The Patriots showed that they were not able to as they got bounced in the wild card round. I bet you have a feeling. Make sure you head over to mybookie.ag to make your predictions a reality. MyBookie is one of the most trusted in the industry. If you're looking for a sports book to make some bets for the bowl games, MyBookie is where you want to go. Football not your thing? No worries. MyBookie's got it all from the NBA to the Premier League. They've got the fastest payouts, best promotions, and a very helpful 24-7 customer service team. You can even pull your bets together for a bigger payout. Let's say you got a couple of big favorites this week. Parlay wagers. Let you make multiple games together, and if you 
able to get it all through, you win big. My bookie has more lines and better odds for the player than any other sports book around. If you join right now, my bookie will match your deposit halfway all the way up to $1,000. That means if you deposit $2,000, you'll get an extra $1,000 in money. free money to play free with. Money. All you have to do is use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-V, to activate the offer. Once again, that's promo code BELIEVE, B-L-V, to get your extra cash from my bookie. Bet, win, get paid. Oh, the Patriots got bounced. Yeah, they got bounced. Yeah, they got bounced. We had to talk about that. Yeah. Yeah, remember, because, and, and, and see, we got to talk about the AFC a little bit, because yeah, I know we have this game, but I'm still talking about it. Well, I mean, we 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 told we we told the people that the Titans were going to go in there, and, and, Derrick and, Henry, and, and they were gonna they were gonna be able to knock off the Patriots, and who knows? Derrick maybe Henry, maybe, yeah. maybe that's uh, maybe that's Tom Brady's last ever game at Foxborough. He said I, he said well, afterwards he he still wants to play. I don't know. Some people are saying I, maybe he 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 may end up with the Chargers. Who knows? I, what did I what did I tell you though? What did I tell you? This is something that I said. I said this. A lot of people on said he's like semi-retired all year long. Well, no, I I said it on air. I you said, said it on, on our pod air. last week. Well, you said it last well, week. I, well, well, I said last week that I had a, that I have have a very good, very good so people. Who say, I got this source now. It's a friend of mine that that is really good friends with him. <laughs> um, that, that I mean they they I mean it's it's real and and he told I I had not heard anything about it never mentioned it never said anything because I was like it was irrelevant let me just see um but but I told him at the time when he made that comment I said oh I said then he's already started retiring he's already thinking about it and he was like wait what do you mean I said no once you start talking about retiring in this sport you've already done it I said your body's got to be your mind's got to be all in because your body's going to fall because that's the thing about it you don't you don't train you don't train the body. You train the brain. You just move the body. You train the brain. Yeah. The, 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 that's that's the thing that you will you will think that you're falling apart. The true the truest truest mark and test of a champion is when you take you you are dying. You're dying. You're falling apart. You feel like you can't move. The body is aching. You feel exhausted and you know you cannot take another step. You just cannot move and you want to just stop. And there's no way you can move forward. And you take that step and you take another and you take that step and nobody ever sees it. Nobody's watching. Nobody is around. That's the way you push yourself to be a champion. People don't see that grind. They just show up. And when that is gone, because that's your brain, you're training the brain, your body will shut down on you. It will cramp up. It will seize. It will be sore. But your brain will say, get your ass up and keep running. That's the mark of a champion. When you start saying, when that brain is saying, well, I'm thinking about shutting it down. Guess what the body's going to do? So shut down. <laughs> and, and football, of, of all the sports, football is probably the, the the toughest to go out there and 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 not necessarily. I don't want to say not give it your all, but the the hardest one to you have to be present 
when you're playing the game of football. Yes, you can't count it, but it's it's one. Yeah. I, yeah. I have I have been asked this for years about man, don't you play some pickup ball and all this stuff? Like, no, there is no. no such. It's not basketball, dude. It's yeah. Not hockey. You you, not you, baseball. Will, you you will get hurt if you can't you can't play pickup ball. And I and I told you this. You tell me and the, I, Dave, I, the David Wesley story, which was hilarious. Oh yeah, probably. I said it on the pod. Pod, yeah. He he, man, we just hurt so many people, and he was like, you guys. <laughs> He, he really did. He was like, man, it it, it looks great, but uh, y- y'all can't play. <laughs> hilarious. David, David Wesley wasn't a little dude either. Like he was, he was six, it was, six one, it's, maybe about two hundred pounds, maybe. It's like, it's like oh, oh, no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. A little thick, a little thick thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. very much so. Mm-hmm. He looked, he, he did. He looked like a, he looked like a strong safety. So we, we called the tight, we called the Titans. Uh, we had them knocking off the, yeah, the Patriots. Uh, yeah, and the only reason, the only reason I do this now, and and I and I think that as a Niners fan, and you know, being part of it, you got to look at this. It's a new division. You start. You started the season off. Okay, you play your regular season, and you're the NFC West. Now there's a brand new division. This bracket, look at everything. You got to look at everything and everybody. This is this is your division now, and you and this is one. Just like you had to win your division to get to the dance, you got to win this division to be a champ. So you you are you're playing everybody. So that's that's you got to look at it. And those teams, ten, if if the Titans continue to move. Tackling is important. <laughs> we, we were, and so that's what I'm. That's that's the reason I brought it up, because you look at. We got to make certain that you see good t- tackling this week. It's going to be something. It got better. If there was a little low there, it got better. Um, Henry is going to get the ball a lot. If you can't get him on the ground, if you are not committed to hitting him as much as they are committed to letting him run, you, you have. The, that that's the mindset of the coach. You just look at the way that team is built. They're like, we're going to, they're going to try to show that they're tougher than you. Yeah. I'm not, I don't think any team can out tough <laughs> the Niners. I think that's something that um, they're not given enough credit for. Even the way they've played is it's something it's, and, and I was there, and I did it, and, and you guys know there's something about the West Coast teams and the Niners. For, for some reason, they will never – it's got to be wine and cheese. They will never, ever commit to saying that this team it's is tough. just tough yeah. and just hard-nosed. And it, you, it's, it's like it, it's, it's one of those things that they, they, it'll, it'll happen by default. Even Harbaugh's teams – you know, it was it was a default thing. You you never want to just say like, okay, this team is just built on grinding you out, and they're beating people up. Period. Colin, that's what he did. He just ran all he ran all over you. And it just, but this team is tough, so I don't see anybody being tougher than them. Um, I definitely don't see this Vikings team being tougher than them. Um, I, I think that you, as you said, starting it off, Zimmer could come in and he is going to have a game plan to make Jimmy uncomfortable. Jimmy has shown me throughout the season that he can adapt to discomfort. That, that's, that's what I've seen right now. I don't need him to be perfect. I just need him to make 
enough plays. Kind of like you said, that happened with Kirk. We both said it. Kirk made he made enough plays to win a game. I just think Jimmy at home with all his dudes around him will make enough plays to win the game. I think defensively they will make enough plays. They're getting more and more bodies back. You know, going to need Witherspoon to make some plays here and there. Going to need E-Man to make some plays here and there. Going to need all of them down the road. Yeah, I mean, for Jimmy, you go back no no further than week 16 that was, right? Sacked six times yeah. against the Rams. Um, but then, he, you know, he comes back and he converts two third and 17s, including that, that big one that set up the game. <laughs> The which is why, which is why I'm, I'm sorry for cutting you off right there, but I can't. I mean, you said two third and seventeen, so I, I have to jump up and say something right there. That's why you don't make the playoffs. That's how <laughs> you want to say when you when you sitting here. If you're if you're going to give up, okay, can it happen? Third and sixteen, give it okay. Twice, back to back, you go back to back. That you you either want to get cut. Or you want your coach fired? Yeah, that's it. So I, I, somebody's losing a job uh, with with the playoffs on the line, and that happens. Somebody's got to get fired. Uh, we got back to the Rams. We always talk about the Rams. That's your fault. It is my fault. Um, well, I brought up Wade earlier. You know, I'm, I'm a big, I'm a big Wade guy. But um, see, so look at it. Tart should be in the lineup. Mm-hmm. Uh, Quan has gotten cleared by the doctors, which Shanahan has to clear him. Yeah. And the rest of the coaching staff. Uh, D. Ford, Mike Person, Contavious Street. Um, I don't think Quan should go yet. Oh, practice. You don't think so? No. They say he's a Quan week ahead of schedule, right? Kyle said he was. And we talked about it on the pod last week. They were expecting him for the NFC Championship game, mm-hmm. provided they made it there. Um, and that's kind of always been the prognosis. But. Uh, I guess Quan has started to feel better, obviously. And then, you know, you watch J.J. Watt go out there and, and see what he was able to do after coming back from the same mm-hmm. or similar type injury. Um, and and he, he, he intends on wearing a harness, too, just like Watt wore in the game one uh, over the mm-hmm. weekend against the Bills. Uh, so, I mean, that, that, that peck is tough, but uh, – I'm I'm kind I'm kind of I'm kind of with you, but he 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 seems like he's he obviously he wants to play. Um, and yeah, it, of course, it, it seems like you know obviously he wants to be out there. Um, but a lot of times if, you got to protect well, the guy from from himself. Yes, you have you have to protect the guy from himself. You have to make certain that he is ready to go. And then I also um, there's a difference between I, I I get it and the banging and all the things that happen up there up front. I know those big boys. Um, what they do is like none other. Uh, but also know this: if if something happens at the D line, you got a lot of levels to cover up for it. Things things start happening on the back end. It's not too many places you, you, you can go. Is you, you're done. Yeah, you're done. So you have to be very careful about making certain that everything is right. Now you can't go out there fearful. If he's healthy, play him. If, he, if he's ready to go, play him. I mean, that's the thing. So they said it's on the coaching staff. But when everyone's saying we have to see and we're not sure and the doctor – because that, that's, that always gets me. If, if the doctor says someone's ready to go, then they're ready to go. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if the doctor, so if the doctors say you're ready to go, but then the coaches are like, "Well, we need to evaluate." Yeah. Like, what do you need? Yeah. So, so, I see. That's that's why I say, okay, if if you're if you're questioning it, if I'm the coaching staff and I'm questioning whether a guy is ready to go, he's not ready to go. Because it changes the way I have to coach my game. It changes what I want to do. It changes my belief in that player. Because I know, I know, I know full Sherm is this. I know full Quan is this. I know full Greenlaw is this. I know full Warner is this. Okay, if they're injured and they're out there on the field running, doing all their things, I know seventy-five percent or eighty-five percent is this. But when they have, I mean, I'm sorry, if they're hurt and seventy-five percent or eighty-five is this. But when you get injured, now it's zero. So. It's different when you're going from 100 to 85 or 75 because I've seen you every day and I know you're playing hurt as opposed to being injured and out and you're at zero and you got to come back. It's the Joe Staley thing that yeah. I was telling you about. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's just it's a different it's different. 75 percent coming from zero to 75 is different than coming from 100 to 75. And that's that's the part that gets me when a coach says, well, we'll see. You know what I mean? When, yeah. when they, but, so, but, so, I mean, but I could could it be could it could it be some gamesmanship in, in terms of Kyle not wanting wanting to show his entire hand? Could um, be. It, it, it could be the, the whole Mosley and, and and Witherspoon question got asked to him as well, and he said he pretty much has a mind direction he wants to go. He didn't disclose it, of course. However, um, mm-hmm. but but could could this when you talk about Quan? Well, that could, means Mosley. That means mostly, but, but because if it was because if it was if it was his guy, I mean that's what it sounds like. The, now. the answer would be well, he, Witherspoon's the starter, right? Yes, yes, yeah. because he was already starting. So if a guy, it, you know, that's that's the thing. So if, if my starter is my starter, then why wouldn't I just say he's my starter? So if I'm not saying he's my starter, that must mean that he's not my starter. And unless you're trying to play some kind of game, and if you're trying to play that kind of game, it's it's like we said back. About a certain wide receiver early on. If you, if you're playing, it's don't play that game in the press with players doing things like that. If you're not having conversations with them behind it, be, behind the scenes, because it starts to mess with those guys and people take it personally. And people say, "Oh, all this business is not personal." You're right until it's happening to you. And then it's really personal. Yeah, well, that's that's about the whole thing. And I know we're getting way off off topic here, but that that's my whole thing with Belichick and Brady. Um, you know, they asked Bill the day after the game, and he's like, "Well, I'm not prepared to talk about that right now." And my whole thing is, if if he's your guy and you want him back next year, then why not say, you know, we're going to try to do what we can to make sure he's back next year. I, I know um, well, I, I know Belichick's a little different. They operate a little bit differently say, there in, 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 different. in, in New different. England. <laughs> but you're talking. You're also talking about your your franchise quarterback, who's won six championships for you. Like you kind of you're like he's dangling out there now, and, and he's about to enter free agency for the for the very first time. Well, you know, well, no, the, the like like Belichick is- might be so hard that it comes back to bite him in the butt. No, I can tell you right now, this is the thing that you have to look at with Belichick. Belichick may be getting ready to retire. 
Belichick may be getting ready to retire. So. I don't think but, so. But I'm just, but, uh, but I'm just saying, I'm just saying. See, this is the part you got to think about. Belichick has done a whole lot. Belichick went through this season. Belichick, remember, he has bought the groceries. He may know what's in store, and he may be looking at this like, this team can win because we. I know what to do and all these type things. But as far as winning championships, because after what he's done, you know there is nothing else that matters. He may see that this team doesn't have what it takes. I know I'm going to have to get another quarterback, develop a quarterback, all those type things. He may not want to go through that grind. Belichick may be thinking about walking away, which would mean I'm not going to sit here at this podium and say, I want him to come back so that we can do this when he's not even sure. I'm if he not wants sure. To. I want to come back myself. But, but there's also this whole notion that, you know, he wants his he wants he wants to hand the reins over to his son. So and and right now I, I don't know that this is, this is only what his first year as the as the man, court, as the coordinator. Man, I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm gonna tell you right now. I've seen I've We've seen, seen Belichick stranger, stranger things. I'm, 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 I'm gonna just tell you. I've seen Belichick run so many people out of that town, run, run out of there when it's when it's when he's like, I love you, but you gotta go. I I I, I mean no one no one son. no one's I, immune. I, no one's immune. I, I mean everybody. I, not, not, I'm gonna say not even his son. I'm just like Belichick. Belichick be like, okay, you know what, man, go get it. I've done all I can do. I mean, he is the defensive coordinator now, so yeah, yes, maybe, yeah. Maybe I mean, like that. I've done all I can do. It's on you right now. It's it's up to craft. It's like, hey, I tried, Josh. I tried to help you. <laughs> do your thing. Do your but, thing. Now, so, so he's he's different, man. I can't put him with Cal. He he's he's just a different creature. So so getting getting back to Quan though, do do you think it could be some gamesmanship there on the part of Kyle, or do you think that it's really it, something? It could that... be. It could. I mean, it could be some gamesmanship, but this uh, it could. Uh, you know what? I, again, let let me just stop. Could it be? It could be. Do I think it is? No, I because of what I just said. If the doctors say you're ready to go, why are you are you're not? When hey, Witherspoon, hey, when they say he's healthy, we're gonna put him out there. When he looks like he's healthy, we're putting him. You know, he's our guy. He's a starter. Yeah, you, you know, with Quan, you're, you're sitting here like I'm not sure with with um, Staley. As soon as as soon as we get the green light, we're going to get him out there. We're going to put him out there. That's that's it. So um, it, it it could be, but that's that's my only thing. Yeah, I, I think there's probably some, some genuine Especially concern it, there. And also yeah, just the yeah. length of the injury and how long he's been out and then being thrusted right back into a high-stakes you know, play, oh well, see that part doesn't matter. Hey, that that doesn't matter. Every every game's hot stakes, and and every guy's on the squad to do a job, and and he's one of your guys. But a playoff game, in. though, Ed. Dude, dude, no, no, no. Listen, listen. Every, every game that you play is to get you in position for these games. I put you on the squad. That the only reason, the only reason I put those fifty three guys in my colors. Because I think is because is because I think you can not get me there. You can win these type games for me. I put together a squad. If I am the coach, if I am the GM, I am putting together a squad that I believe can win a championship. Which means you got to win playoff games. So when I go out and I sign a guy to a free agent contract, 
to come in and play for me, uh, you know, and be my starter. This is why you're here. So if you are healthy, I have no problem putting you out there. That you know, brush whatever, get you get the job done because you're you're supposed to be better than the next guy. Yeah, I, th- that's it. That's why you wanted my fifty three. That's that's the game. That's the way I was taught it. That's how. That's what I believe. That's why I don't have a problem putting guys out there. I know there are a whole lot of people that they're like, man, you. You you don't see the when I talk about Witherspoon and you don't see him and you can't do this and I'm just like okay even when he got benched in that last game and I said it I was like unless unless he unless Witherspoon asked to come out of that game I thought he should have been in that game yeah. great play great play at the end um, at the end by um, uh, E man you know Emmanuel Mosley makes a play that I mean I you know like I said that that was a that was a that was a playoff play. That was a big time play to win that game. You want to be a division winner, you got to knock that ball down, and he did. And Witherspoon had made some missed some plays, but um, unless he has to come out and and guys, and I had people tweeting me like, "Who asked to come out of this game? Who would ever ask to to come out of a game like that?" And I didn't even, and I didn't even respond to him. But I'm going <laughs> to say it on the pod. I'm going no, I'm going to say it on the pod. I actually played with a player in the NFL. I, I played with a player in the NFL that came to the same to, that came to the sideline and asked our DB coach to take him out of the game. He said his his words were, "I cannot cover him. Take me out." Mm. I, I'm just telling you, I've I've seen it happen. I've seen guys get so struck in games and get so shook that they're like, "I." I I can't do it. You mess with a guy's no mas. head. No mas. Which, which is why I say you don't – you got to understand when you're dealing with young players. No mas. Because, no mas. Because remember, they are your 53, and you're going to have to play with them. The, the, the Niners aren't going to go out and get any other corners. So Emmanuel Mosley – and Akilah Witherspoon are going to have to make plays faithful if you want to win a championship. Yeah. So when everyone is like, he's a bum and he's this and he's that, and I'm like, he's not a bum. He had a bad play. Or he did it last week. Well, he had a bad game. Or he's had two bad games. It happens. He's not a bum. You've seen him make plays. They've seen him make plays. I'm not there every day at practice. I don't know everything that's happening, but I do know they keep starting him. They're not doing it because they like him as a person <laughs> because they're friends, you know, because they want their daughters to date him. That's not why they put him out there. Remember, they have families to feed. They have jobs they want to keep. So they see things in him that they believe are next level. And that's why they're out there. So that's so that's the thing. The same with E Man. He's on the team. You need him, but you gotta you gotta know how. The part of coaching that I don't think people give these coaches any of them, especially not Kyle. Um, uh, and and you can go down the line and talk about it when they're like, "Why do you keep a guy in so long with Salah and all these type things? Like, why is he still on the field?" People don't take into account the whole mental aspect of things of dealing with players and the psyche you it's you don't coach everyone the same way you just simply can't 
at the, at the same position, you don't talk to them the same way. You don't coach them the same way. You don't do it. They're, I mean, they're just different guys. I, I, I played in a very good secondary. Very good. A lot of good secondaries. I played in a very good secondary. And I played with guys, and I'm not even going to throw the names out there. But when they hear this, they're going to know exactly who I'm talking to. Mm. But I played with some I played with some guys that needed to be told that they did things correctly. They needed to be they needed acknowledgement. It, it, it they needed to they needed to know that everybody saw what they did. They needed to know that that they needed to pat on the back after after every good deed. They they needed it. They thrived off of it. Play would play their asses off, but they needed that. And if they didn't get it, it bothered them. And they would go into the dumps and it would actually affect the way they played. Not that they lost talent, but if they weren't being if but if that talent wasn't being acknowledged, it affected them. So as a coach, you have to understand that that person needs to be not that you can't coach them, but they have to get that pat and you got to be there to pat them on the back and tell them good job or you're not going to get their max as opposed to some players that just didn't care. I'm going to do my job. That's what I'm supposed to do. I expect to do it. They're like, okay, I don't, I don't need to be acknowledged for that. Coach me. Definitely show me what I'm doing wrong because I want to improve and I want to get better, but I expect to do things. So I don't need you to pat me on the back. If you do it, cool, but, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you the same reaction that I give you if I didn't do it. I mean, if you didn't do it. And, and 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 you need to know that as well. That is that that energy doesn't need to be focused on that individual. Focus it on the one that needs the pat in the back. So that's 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 one of those things that you have to know uh, about certain players. And trust me, it's not exactly it's not who you think it is. So <laughs> the person I'm talking about, these people aren't who you think they are. Um, um, but but it's but they were really really truly. Truly, this way. One of these days, you know. But we're at twelve. When we get to when we get to twelve hundred, oh, I'll tell you. I'll tell you the names. Big game. No, 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 no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say when we get to twelve thousand. The day you tell me we're at twelve thousand, then I'll tell you the names. I'll tell you the names on that one. Faithfully, you heard it. Big game hunting. So, so if if you want to know, but I, but I'll tell you. But um. Because they're still alive, I tell you, I, I don't really tell tell names and on these stories, and you know when people are still alive, <laughs> but they're still alive. So, but no, but it's but that's that's the that's the thing about coaching. Um, you you have to you have to be able to do that and know it and acknowledge it. And so the gamesmanship and um, Employing with the media is one thing, but that's what I, you, you know, I've said that, and you and I have disagreed a couple of times on on a few things about Kyle in that situation, and in, in certain situations when when he gets into things. I'm just yeah, like, as long the, the the Pettis situation came up yeah, earlier this year. Yeah, and I'm like, as long as you as long as you're talking to your guys, it's okay. Um, but if you're, but don't don't. Do the don't do the Twitter thing. Don't do the media thing. Don't if you got something to say to me, say it. Because at the end of the day, understand they're all grown men. 
They, they, people, remember that this is in high school, and 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 a lot of the fans watching this and doing it, like, okay, you played high school ball and you didn't have that conversation with your coach. You didn't have you didn't have the ability to say, hey, dude, look, I don't like that. But but remember, these are grown men, grown men, and like I like I told a guy when I was at Carolina, couldn't, I couldn't talk to was, Coach Kilmer that way. Couldn't tell Coach Kilmer that that she yeah. didn't like some. <laughs> yeah, when when guys guys would sit there and talk about pressure, I, I had I had a reporter tell me that once, you know, talking about the pressure of covering somebody when we were getting ready to play a game in Carolina. A reporter said that he was like, "Man, how do you deal with the pressure?" I was like, "Dude, the pressure." I was like, "What are you talking about?" I was like, "You know," I was like, "Man, I got four kids." I, I was like, "I got a mortgage. I got car payments." I was like, "I, I, I was like, I got I got family that I'm taking care of. I got I got people all over the place." That I'm doing stuff. I was like playing a foot. I'm like, you're talking about a football game and covering a guy? Like, please. Like, and that's what I'm saying. I was like, you forget. I'm like, I'm a grown man with real responsibilities. So that coach, you got to understand who you're dealing with. You got to. Did I did I ever tell you my story? This is the last story because I know we got to get off of this. <laughs> did I ever tell you my story about when I went to Denver? About um, know your personnel. Did I ever tell you that? No. Okay, make this real quick about when I talk about knowing your players. Um, I, I I signed with Denver, Ray Rhodes, because I, I was literally talking about retiring. I was literally going to shut it down. I was done. I was going to retire. And Ray Rhodes called me. Um, he, um, but Mike Shanahan was up there, and Ray called me, and, and he was he was like, and you know, these were your guys from the Niners. From yeah, the Niners yes, he, these were my guys. And yeah. they were like, he was like, e, I need you. He was like, I need you to come in. He was like, I don't even need you to do everything. He was like, I need you to come in. Um, this is what's going on. I'm going to send you everything. So, you know, all the defense, everything, when we get back, I just need you to come in. He was like, you don't, have to, you don't have to come at the beginning of the camp. I just need you to come in. So I came into camp about two weeks late. <laughs> um, uh, no, we, we all understood. There was no reason for me to be there the whole time, but I was working out and everything. And we were doing it. And I got and when I got there, there was this young coach, this young coach, um, Gibbs, David Gibbs, you know, Andy Gibbs was the offensive line coach, David Gibbs, um, his son. So, and he was, he was, um, the DB coach. He was one of the assistant DB coaches there. Now my birthday, January 26, 68, his birthday was January 24th, 68. Mm. So we were, sitting there um in the meeting and i'm going actually this was practice my very first practice he got out there so my very first practice i showed him like i said i was a couple weeks late i got there he is going off on your delta o'neill remember that name i remember delta o'neill cow yes yes he was going off on delta just calling him all kind of craziness just talking crazy crazy to him and i mean and this, these are the broncos now i mean the broncos are a good team so you know good fan base you got 5,000, 7,500 fans out there watching something like that at practice mm. he he is just calling him everything other than his name i'm talking about just talk just just belittling, belittling the man every time he made a mistake and we called all the DBs up afterwards and they were talking and they were saying what was going on. And then when he broke down, I just walked past him and I said, know your personnel. And he looked at me. So 
Next day at practice. Well, it was actually the afternoon practice because you got two a days. It was we actually used to have two a days back in those yeah. days. Um, listeners used to have used to actually have to practice twice a day. <laughs> they don't do that anymore. Um, but the second practice, same thing. He is just going off on other guys, just talking back, just going crazy, man. I'm talking about just calling them all out of their names, just cussing them, just, just man, just ugly. And and I saw in the middle of practice, I said, David, know your personnel, man. And he looked at me. So in the practice, break it down. We do all this. So everyone's leaving. He was like, E, come here. He was like, what do you? He was like, man, what the hell is this? What the hell is this, man? This, this, this know your personnel. What the hell are you talking about? And I said, David, let me tell you something, man. I said, okay. I looked at the deal. I said, I saw your birthday. I saw, and I explained our birthday. I said, I saw your birthday. I said, David, I know you're my coach, and I'm going to give you respect for that. I said, you are a few days older than me. I said, but David, let's get something straight. I said, I could probably go up into the front of the room. I said, I hadn't done it. You know, I was still playing it. I was like, I hadn't done it. I said, but I could probably go up into the front of the room and explain everything, all the X's and O's to these guys to where they can go out and do their jobs just like you do. I said, maybe, maybe not. I said, one thing I know for certain, I said, I know damn sure you can't cover a comeback. Mm. I said, there's no way you can do that. So that's number one. I said, number two, I said, David, how many people? I said, you think, what, 7,000, maybe 8,000 people were out here watching practice today? I said, you have no idea as to whether or not my wife and kids were out here. So what I mean by know your personnel, I said, you don't know if my family's out here listening to talk to me that way. And I said, there's no way I can go home with you trying to treat me like a chump in front of them and for them to feel protected. I said, I can't walk into my kids and they're like, daddy, why was that man talking to you that way? And why didn't you say something back? And why did you let him call you those names? I said, David, I would have no choice but to whoop your ass out here. <laughs> I said, so you better know your personnel. I said, I'm just trying to do you a favor. Because if you talk to me like that, something's going to jump off. <laughs> that's that's a, a real story. That's amazing. That's, a, a, that's, a pro that's, coach I'm, needed I'm, to be told that. I'm, 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 but, but. <laughs> It took me a long way to get there, and I had to tell you. I had to tell you the story, and hopefully we didn't lose our, we didn't drop back down to eleven listeners in that. But <laughs> I had to point that out just to say that's the difference. You're dealing with grown men, and you have to understand the personalities of your guys that you're dealing with. And how to talk to them and what motivates them and what needs to be said and what doesn't need to be said. All I needed to be told was what was what had to be done. That, that was it. You want me to do the job? I'm going to do the job. I'm going to give you what I got. I can't give what I ain't got. Yeah, I, I can't. I, I, I can't. I'll give you what I got. It's like, hey, it's like you, man. If, if, as a partner on the podcast, if you want a 6'4", bald, white guy, sorry. I'm I'm not your guy. I, I can't do it. I can't do it. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm not, I can't I, I can't pretend to be that. I can't do I can't I can't do it. I can't give you what I ain't got, but I can give you what I got. And that's the thing that coaching at the highest level, these guys know and they get it and they do it and they do it successfully. Um, that's what I think we've seen with this squad right now. I I think that. These dudes, back to the very beginning, 
don't you like how we always bring it back? Always like bring it back. Always bring it back. These dudes, I like these dudes. And the coaching staff has looked at it and said, these dudes understand who they are. And we're letting them know that we understand who and what they are. And we're going to allow them to be that and do that. I'm not afraid. I know that you started a song with the Niners faithful and the media is just saying it's going to be easy. No, no, no it's easy not going to be it, no, no, easy no easy. It's not going to be easy, but I am confident. I'm confident that this squad can take care of business and that Minnesota's in the way of what they're trying to do. That's where I'm at. We we always bring it back, and, and yeah, we do, and, and, yeah, we do. I, and that's why you know our, our our twelve listeners are rocking with us. They love going on this road uh, with us, so you know that's just kind of what we do here. We uh, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll continue. I ramble. We'll, <laughs> we'll continue <laughs> to track track these injuries. I keep, I keep jumping in, man, and I'm gonna let you close. I know we gotta close, <laughs> but I'm just laughing because you know our production meeting. We have part of it on the air, but yeah. I'm just I'm just like I, t- I every time I'm like I'm going to not ramble the day, and then we start talking. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I keep I, telling myself I'm gonna keep it short. I trigger I trigger something. We, yeah, you do. I think we talked. We talked. You know, man, tell them we talked an hour about me being in Afghanistan in the war. Um, yeah, y'all just got the back end of this. Con- y'all just got the back end of this conversation. Y'all missed the whole the whole pre pre show. It was it was off the hook. Um, yeah, they they missed they missed the good stuff. They missed the good stuff. They they only got what's what's on on the, on the tail end. Yeah, that's uh, that's gonna have to be a whole separate pod. Yeah, that's, that's a whole, whole another separate pod. Whole, that yeah, might that's a whole be, different pod. Might, might probably a whole another audience, but uh, yeah. So we'll 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 continue to 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 track uh the injuries, who's playing, who's not, um, and and, and as we look forward to this game against against the Vikings coming up this weekend, also, um. As we come at you with another pod uh, later this week, we'll, we'll, we'll also see if ED can get into the head of Mike Zimmer. What is that big adjustment going to be? You know, we, we saw Daniel Hunter and Everson Griffin line up on the interior against the Saints. What could Zimmer possibly have uh, up his sleeve against this Niner squad on Saturday? I know one thing: George Kittle certainly has his attention. He he uh, mm-hmm. waxed poetic about him. Uh, earlier in the week and then who knows maybe we'll get more story time with ed every now and then he just gives us these random gems and uh and, and you guys love it we all love it um so yeah we'll we'll have we'll have that for you later on uh in the week as we get ready uh for uh for the vikings playoff time it's playoff time no easy paths if you don't take anything else from this from this podcast for me at least um no, no easy trips, man. Come on, faithful. You're better than this. Um, Absolutely. He is Super Bowl champ Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. This has been the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. We'll see y'all later this week. Peace, people. Peace. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you 
with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.